0: Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. doing well on today. Welcome to another episode of In The Word Podcast with your boy Trevor Pope. It is an honor and a privilege for me to be here talking to you on today. I pray that you are having a wonderful week. I pray that you are continuing to allow the Lord to do whatever it is he desires in your life. Before I get into what I want to talk about on this week. I just want to just give another report, a praise report on my wife. She is doing better. She is No longer has the headache, still a little bit of body aches. She's going to the doctors now. She's been in the doctors a couple times. So, you know, they're working on her, just trying to help get her back to full strength. But she is getting around. She has went back to work. I don't think she missed any days of work. So, you know, she pushed through. And by the grace of God, she is doing a lot better. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, my wife was in a car accident about a couple weeks ago. Um, And it was a pretty hard collision, hard crash, but just wanted to give you guys the victory report that she is doing much better. But listen, really quickly, this week's podcast, I want to come from uh, John chapter 21, verses 17 through 23, and I was reading these scriptures recently, and You know, the Lord just laid it on my heart to share some things that I saw in here that I think could be beneficial to us and be encouraging to us. But John 21 and 17 reads as follows. It says, he saith unto him the third time. Now, to understand... Uh, where we're starting at. This is Jesus talking to Simon Peter. If you guys remember, if if you're familiar with the story, and if not, go back and read uh, John chapter 21. But if you're familiar with the story, you may have to go back a little bit more than that. But it, it's dealing with when Jesus came back on the scene when he was resurrected and he revealed his, himself to the disciples. At this point, Peter had pretty much went back to his, like his old lifestyle. It was almost like, a, uh, like he had backslid because he went back to the thing that God had called him from. He had went back fishing. He had took some brothers with him. He said, listen, I'm going back to do what I used to do. They was like, listen, we're going with you. And Jesus appears. To them and he starts to deal with Peter and as he's talking to Peter he asks him listen you know do Love me, and Peter's like, yeah. He was like, well, feed my sheep. And where we are taking it from is that third time he asked him that. And if you also remember Peter, you know he had went off on some people when they was like, listen, we know you are the same young man that was hanging with this Jesus, and he flipped out and cursed some folks out. So he did that, and then we we know that the, the, the the cock crowed just like Jesus said it would, and you know he was hurt by that, and then he just pretty much went back into his old lifestyle or into that old lifestyle that God had caught him from. So now God is restoring him. He's dealing with him. And we're going to pick it up from the third time he asked him, does he love him? So verse 17 says, he saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Verse 18 says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. So after Jesus says all this to him, the two major words he says to him is, Follow me. Verse twenty. Then Peter, turning about, seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved, following, which also leaned on his breast at supper, and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? And for those of you that don't know. Who the scriptures is talking about is talking about the same exact person. The gospel that we are reading out of it is talking about John. So here it is: John is following behind them. He's following Jesus, and Peter looks back and he asks this question. Peter, seeing him, saith to Jesus, "Lord, and what shall this man do?" Jesus, verse twenty-two. Jesus saith unto him, "If I will, if it's my will that he tarry till I come, what?" is that to thee so Jesus says listen whatever it is that he's supposed to be doing or whatever it is that I'm going to be doing with him what is that to you I've already asked you the questions I need needed you to answer and I've already begin to give you instructions and I've already told you to follow me in other words follow my lead so he's like he's basically saying like listen what is it to you what's going on with him? He's basically saying to him, listen, why is it your concern what's going to happen with him or what I am going to do with him? So once again, verse 22, Jesus saith unto him, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. He says the same thing he said to him in verse 19, follow me. Verse 23 says, then went this saying abroad among the brethren that that disciple should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him he shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? So not only was Peter worried about what? Was going to be going on with John or what John should be doing, but we see even after the fact a rumor went out Now the Bible doesn't tell us who you know put the rumor out or how it spread But and that's we can go into a whole nother thing dealing with that But you know on top of that a rumor spreads out uh, of something that Jesus did not say But that's not what I wanted to really deal with I kind of wanted to deal with Peter in that, that 21st verse, saying, You know, Lord, and what shall this man do? Because I think many of us at some point in our lives, we could identify with Peter. And what I mean by that is focusing on what somebody else should be doing or what are they going to be doing and not necessarily worried or focused on what we should be doing. And I love how the Lord addressed them, and that's how He addresses us. You know, if you're truly striving to be led by the Lord, you know, the Lord will deal with you. If you are not focused on the task at him, what it is that you should be doing, the Lord will deal with you and say, listen, you need to focus on what you need to do. And why? Because it's a lot just trying to do what God has called you to do, let alone to be worried about what somebody else should be doing. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys on this week about. Stop focusing on what everybody else is doing or what everybody else should be doing. Just make sure that you are doing what it is that you are supposed to be doing. And it's, it's so easy to get off track. It's so easy to not focus on our own endeavors, not focus on our own goals or the the goals that God has set before us, the purpose that he has for our lives. It's so easy to look at what somebody else is not doing or try to give somebody else information on how they should be doing it or looking at what somebody else is doing and say, oh, I wouldn't have did it that way. I would have did it this way. And maybe if they would have did it this way, it would be more successful. And it's like, listen, that should not be your concern. Your Your concern should be mainly What it is that God is calling you to do. And what's so powerful is when you look back in that 20th verse, it says, then Peter turning about, see if the disciple whom Jesus loved following. And I think that word is so is so huge in these. These few scriptures that follow me and you see John following. And then Jesus says to Peter again after he deals with him, follow thou me. And it just shows the importance of following God's lead. Like that is super important that we continue to focus on Jesus and follow his lead. Here it is, John. He's not trying to dip into their conversation. It doesn't tell us that John is is butting in and saying, well, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? Or why are you telling him to do that? No, all he's doing is just following the Lord. But yet Peter turns around and says, listen, what is it that he should be doing? And it reminds me of my son sometimes, just dealing with my sons. I I told you guys about my sons, Trevor Jr. He's nine, Trayvon, he's eight. And sometimes I'll tell either one of them to do something and a lot of times it's mainly my oldest, Trevor. I'll, I'll tell him to do something uh, and he'll be like, well, what about Trey or why isn't Trey doing this? And I'm like, listen, why are you worried about him? I've given you instructions to take care of this. What it is that he's going to need to do, I'm going to let him know what he needs to do. But it's just kind of like human nature sometimes. With them, them being young, I kind of understand it from them. But sometimes those of us that are, of an older age, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s. Sometimes, even though we've been living life for a long time now, we still can find ourselves worrying about what others are doing. And sometimes when we are constantly worried about what other people are doing, it can cause us to not do what we are supposed to be doing. And that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk to you guys. Because listen... Like I said earlier, it takes a lot, you know, especially when it's dealing with something that God has called you to do or something that God is placing your heart to do, whether that's ministry, you know, whether that's reaching out to somebody, whether what whatever it is, you know, it's going to take a lot of work to get that done. And a lot of times we don't. Get those things done because we are so focused on what everybody else is doing. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. If you're going to do whatever it is that God has called you to do in your life, it's going to take some serious focus. It's going to take some serious time. It's going to take some serious sacrifice. You need all the time you can get. You don't have any time to be worried about what somebody else is is doing, you know, or trying to tell somebody else what they should be doing. It's like, no, let's show and prove by doing what it is that we are supposed to be doing. And maybe by them seeing us doing what we are supposed to be doing and being successful at it, maybe by them seeing us, you know, all of the sacrifices that are being made on top of our everyday lives and seeing the results, seeing the fruit that is coming from what it is that we're doing, maybe that will encourage them to follow his lead. Then when they come to us, they can say, Well, how are you doing that? I know you got this going on. I know you got that going on. I know you got a family. I know you got to work. You know, we can say listen if it was not for me focusing on the Lord and following his lead, this would not be possible. And that's just what I wanted to encourage you guys on. It's easy. It is super easy to focus on what everybody else is doing and what they should be doing. But it takes super focus. It takes, you know, to be super intentional to focus on what it is that you have to do. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to focus on him and his leadership and to focus on the task at hand, what it is that he has called us to do. Think about Peter. What did he tell him? He says, listen, feed my sheep. Like I've I've given you your instructions. This is what I want you to do. And in the midst of doing that, you're going to do that as you follow my lead follow me even though he could have just been saying in that in these particular scriptures right here when he said follow me he could have been just telling them just right then and there just follow me to where I'm walking to but I think it has a lot more significance to it than that I think it is also showing us the importance of following the Lord fully the importance of following him when he has called us to do something. So I think there's way more there than just a physical, you know, keep following me as I talk to you type of situation. And I just think it was so profound and so awesome how verse 20 showed us and just explain how John, you know, was following them. You know what I mean? How he was he was following. It didn't say he was speaking or he was talking. He was just following. And that's what I want to encourage you guys. You know, focus on the Lord and follow His lead, and that's why I have sometimes a huge problem, you know, with these videos that people put out, you know, quote unquote, exposing other people. Now, listen, I understand that there's some things that we see happen in the body of Christ, whether that's with preachers, whether that's with you know, um, somebody that may be popular in ministry, whatever their title may be. I know that there are times that we have to have certain conversations about certain things. But when you see people that basically watch these individuals like a hawk and then everything that they find out that they've done, they make a video about it. You know, it's almost as if like that's their ministry. And and I've never seen that type of ministry in the Bible. I've definitely seen Paul, Peter, the disciples call people out. We see that happen a, um, a few different times in the scriptures, but you never see them focus on that. You never see them, you know, every book that you read, they're focused on trying to point out something that somebody is not doing. Of course, they called out names. Of course, they they spoke to the church and said, watch out for this one and that one. But some of these individuals, it's almost like this is their ministry. And I'm not really sure if that's something That God calls us to do. Yes, we have to address certain things. Yes, there's a time that we have to talk about things. Yes, the scripture says open rebuke is better than secret love. But some of these things, sometimes when you listen to these individuals, saying some of the things they say, it almost sounds personal. It, it doesn't sometimes sound like it's coming from a place where the Lord laid it on their heart to rebuke this individual and to, to and to and to get them back to the place where the Lord would want them to be. Because a lot of times, you know, they, their speech is almost condemning. Their speech is is rarely, uh, you know, God wants this person to get it right and hopefully they do. We're praying for him. A lot of times it's like, oh, this guy's a crook. He's this and that. You know, he's the, the most awful person in the world he just you know and it's it's just like it just doesn't really make sense but it reminds me of this of somebody just kind of worrying about what somebody else is doing and and not necessarily focusing on what they should be doing because once again it is a lot easier To focus on what somebody else is doing and not really do what you're supposed to be doing and critique them and tell them what they should be doing. Tell them where they should be failing because guess what you're not doing? And and I don't mean you guys maybe specifically, but when we see some of these individuals, they don't never tell us where where they're weak at or where they're... You know struggling at it's always look at him look at him look what he did it and listen a lot of those things that they are pointing out they are bad and people need to repent for those things some people do need to go and sit down but at the end of the day I just want to encourage you guys don't be like that focus on the task at hand. Focus on what God sent you here to do. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing around you. And another thing, don't compare what you are doing to what somebody else is doing. You know, sometimes when we are doing maybe something something similar to what somebody else is doing, when they don't quite do it right or maybe they say the wrong thing, we get joy in that. It's like, oh, yeah, see, if I was doing that or if I had the type of following they had or this and that, then I, I would have did it this way. And it's like, listen, you don't know what a person is dealing with and, and how hard that responsibility is until you are in their shoes. But guess what? God gave you your own shoes to fill. God gave you your own task and your own purpose to walk out. And that's what you should be walking out. So I just wanted to encourage you guys. Listen, focus on. And I know I sound like a broken record. I know. But I'm telling you how often I see people. The conversation is constantly what somebody else is doing or what they're not doing. But what I notice is the individual that are seeing these things, the things that they've told me that God has called them to do, they're not doing. So it's like, listen, that's not the place we want to be in, guys. We don't want to say to the Lord, Lord, you know, what shall this man do or what shall this young lady do? No, We should be saying, Lord, what else is it that you would have me to do? Am I finished with what I currently supposed to be doing? And if so, what else do you have me to do? Help me to focus and follow your lead, Lord. But listen, guys, know that I love you. I pray that this encouraged somebody. I pray that this helped somebody to get focused and back on track, because guess what? God gave you your ministry. God gave you your testimony. God gave you the ideas that you have because it was going to affect somebody else. It, it is going to help somebody else. And if you're not going forward in that, then that means God has to raise up somebody else to do your job. We've seen it happen in the scriptures. We've seen it happen with David and Saul. So listen, I don't want anybody doing what it is that God sent me here to do you know, whether how small or how big, you know, and that's just in the eyes of people, because to me, I feel like everybody's job, according to the scriptures is super important when it comes to the Lord. So no matter what level it is, it's on, remember, there's no schisms in the body. Every part of the body matters and your part matters just like the next one matters. But if you are not moving your part of the body the way that you should be moving it, guess what? It's going to stagnate the body. So know that I love you guys. And until the next time we hop on this podcast together, Shalom.